Good morning everyone, it's another beautiful day and I know we are all set for today and I know we are tuned into Lighthouse Podcast and I'm so, so certain that Lighthouse Podcast has really been a great blessing to you. Glory to God, I know you've been blessed and I know you've been putting the word out there for all us to also get to be blessed by the word of God each day just as you have been blessed every day hallelujah okay this morning I want us to look at something very very beautiful something very very assuring hallelujah and I'm going to read from Matthew chapter 1 Matthew chapter 1 Matthew chapter 1 alright and then I'm going to take it from verse 18 now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows after his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph before they came together she was found with child of the Holy Spirit then Joseph her husband being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example was minded to put her away secretly but while he thought about these things behold an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream saying Joseph son of David do not be afraid to take to you Mary your wife for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit and she will bring forth a child hallelujah this is our anchor text and she will bring forth a, a son and you shall call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sins hallelujah praise God you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. His name was in identification with what, with what he would do for his people. In Hebrew, the name Jesus is Yeshua, which means Savior or Deliverer. He, he bore a name in identification with the work he came to do. He will save his people from their sins. He will save his people from their sins. And, and save is the Greek word suzo, which means to rescue from danger or destruction. Hence, it will, it will suffice us to know that there is a danger or destruction accompanying sin. There is a danger or destruction accompanying sin. This is what he will save his people from. So Jesus did not just come to save us from sin. He, he also came to save us from the impending danger of sin. In that the accompanying destruction of sin will not in any way have to actually suffer it. You see, when you are saved from a thing, it means you have been rescued from it. So whatsoever um, danger, whatsoever um, retribution that should actually um, come to you as a result of that which you have been rescued from cannot come to you. To be saved from a thing implies what you have been saved from cannot touch you anymore. What you can have been saved from cannot afflict you anymore. What you can, what you have been saved from does not have any hold on you anymore. Praise God. 
So this is what is this is what he will do for his people. Hence, in doing that, it will imply that his people would not have to experience the danger or destruction accompanying their sins. Paul then shows us that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. The wages of sin is death, the gift of God is eternal life. Death there is damnation. Death there is destruction. Death there is eternal damnation. Praise God. Death there is eternal separation from God. Destruction. Praise God. Praise God. So Jesus came to save us from sin and from the penalty of sin. Hallelujah. Let me say it again. He came to save us from sin and the penalty of sin. And Paul says that the wages of sin is death. The penalty of sin is death. The penalty of sin is death. The gift of God is eternal life. So Jesus came to save us from sin and the penalty of sin which is eternal death so why was he called savior sin was the problem salvation the cure once salvation is complete sin no longer has any hold on man hallelujah now jesus came and died on the cross he was buried that is, he went to hell as the punishment for our sins. Oh, glory to Jesus. He went to hell as the payment for our sins. He went to hell as the penalty for our sins. Oh, glory to Jesus. And on the third day, he rose again. Oh, glory to Jesus. On the third day, he rose again. Salvation complete. The one who believes in this is free from sin and death. He cannot be damned in any way. Praise God forevermore. He cannot be damned in any way. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. He shall save his people from their sins. And I love the way John the Baptist puts it in John chapter 1. Verse 29. The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. The Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. The Redeemer, hallelujah, hallelujah. Who takes away, who takes away, who takes away. So something that has been taken away cannot be laid on your charge and these these things are so, are so are so important that we understand it and it is on this note paul wrote who shall bring a charge against god's elect it is god who justifies who is he who condemns it is christ who died and furthermore 
is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. Hallelujah. 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 You know, it is on this premise that the question came, if God is for us, who can be against us? If God is for us, who can be against us? Who can be who can who can bring who shall bring a charge against God's elect? Who can make a case, oh glory to Jesus, against God's elect? It is God who justifies. That means He has declared you righteous. Oh glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. He has declared you irreprovable. He has declared you without guilt. So how can you charge a man with a crime that has been declared for all eternity not guilty, without guilt? Oh, you don't understand this. What Jesus did for us in, in, in redeeming us, in, in becoming the, 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 the payment, the sacrifice for our sins, is this. And in, 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 race, in, in his resurrection is this. It is impossible. You know how you can find a case against someone. It is impossible. Let me use that legal term. It is impossible to file a case against a believer. I didn't say you can file. And it is now being thrown out. It is impossible to file a case against a believer. Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. That means he has justified the believer. So the believer is not one in the in, in a position whereby a case can be filed against him. Why? Because the Holy Ghost now lives in him. Oh, glory to Jesus. You see, the man that houses the very presence of God cannot be identified with sin. Praise God. His sin, he is housing the presence of God because his sins have been forgiven. All of it. His sins have been forgiven. The man who houses the presence of God, his life begins from there. Oh, glory to Jesus. Let me end with this. Your life begins from the resurrection. Your life begins from eternal life. Your life begins from the indwelling of the Holy Ghost. Your life begins from being born again. Oh, glory to Jesus. So, the man that is born again does not have any past counting against him. This is where we begin our lives. And when you understand this, you now discover that you can actually live a life of righteousness because your consciousness is firm on who is in you, on what he has done for you and what he has brought you into. Praise God. You see, salvation, salvation is not a joke. For he shall save his people from their sins. He has done that. He has saved us from our sins and the penalty of our sins. So in other words, if he has saved me from my sin, it means that sin cannot 
have an effect in my life. Sin cannot have a hold on me. I am free from sin. And if he has also saved me from the penalty of my sins, it means that the penalty of sin cannot touch me again. The penalty of sin cannot have any hold on me again. The penalty of sin cannot snatch me from salvation. Praise God. Praise God. And this is the reality that we have in Christ Jesus. And as we live our lives consciously of this, we begin to actually live a life full of His glory, a life full of His grace, and a life full of His expressions. Hallelujah. And I know you're blessed this morning, and I'm praying for you that the knowledge of Christ will flood your heart, that even as you have heard this word, that light, light will shine forth, that there will be illumination in your heart, there will be clarity in your mind, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. God has blessed you. And it is still me, Pastor Chooks, Pastor the Lighthouse Mission, Oweri Imo State, Nigeria. Keep sharing, keep following, keep listening, and do have a wonderful day.